This week, I'm interviewing David Terrio. When I first was getting into the trail running scene, I kept seeing a few names come up over and over and over again, and David was one of them. And for good reason. He's an incredible athlete. He has a popular ultra-running podcast with well over 100 episodes, Run the Riot, in case you didn't know, and he has been doing this trail and ultra thing for almost a decade. In that time, he has learned a ton, and... For this episode, David and I dive into everything from nutrition to training to mental strategies, everything you really might need to help you get better on the trail. And it's just a great conversation. There are some people you talk to and conversation just happens, and David's one of those people. We start talking and suddenly it's an hour later, and it was just a fun interview to do. Quick note before we get started. As you may know, I have a bit of a potty mouth, and I typically just let language fly as it will, but David is always very clean, especially in his interviews and on his podcast. As such, I tried to keep my language clean so he would feel comfortable sharing it with all his people. I slipped once, so if you notice a slightly rough edit somewhere around the 45-minute mark, that's what that's about. I hope you get as much out of this interview as I did, and let's get to the show. Welcome to the Eat Well, Sleep Great, Run Far podcast. My name is Will Franz, and I'm here to help you go farther, faster, and longer without injuries, gut problems, or giving up your favorite foods. Today on the podcast, we have David Terrio. He is an ultra runner who has been doing this crazy sport for almost a decade, has a 100-mile PR of 16, 25, 31. He's finished Western States and recently ran the Tahoe 200. He's also the host of the popular Run the Riot podcast. And as much as we're going to get into all of that, um, I'm always going to be food first, as you're well aware. <laughs> yeah. and you come from a place with some of my favorite food. Uh, yes. You're, you're from Louisiana, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cool. Where are you from down there? So I'm from South Central Louisiana, Lafayette, um, where people talk like this and like that. They got yeah. a good accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the food is phenomenal. And now that I live in Oklahoma, um, there's some pretty decent barbecue and good, some good barbecue out here and stuff. But man, I, I do miss my Cajun food, brother. <laughs> yeah, man, I feel you. What is your favorite Cajun dish. Oh you really man. Miss. I love pick a few. Okay. I'm not going yeah, to, yeah, I'm going to have to drop a few, man. So yeah, I'm not okay. going to make it Sophie's choice. Of- yeah. So, okay. So I got to give a shout out to my, the people I used to run with, um, in the, on the trail running, there's a trail running tribe called the, the mud and guts crew. And we used to go, we go run, um, at Chico state park. It's where the Lugaru hundred miler is. Oh, and, and it used to be the Cajun coyote. And I've, I've uh, I've oh, okay. Fit, yeah, yep. and that's where I used to train a lot. It's at Chico State Park. And so after a run, man, after a training run, I do like a like it's a 20-mile loop and I do it twice some Saturdays and stuff for training. And a link at least one link of boudin after. Uh, and you know, for those of you who don't know what boudin, it's B O U D I N. It's like uh uh I don't know, man. How do you, it's rice and and meat and all yep. this seasoning in a sausage yep. casing and you don't uh-huh. eat the casing. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and if it's you a great don't recovery, know, you should man. find out. <laughs> exactly. It's great recovery. Cause it's got like fats, it's got carbs, it's got 
protein. Ah. It's got all the things, man. So yeah, there you go. Food. And uh, so that's my, 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 one of my favorite. Po- and in fact, when I ran the Lugaru hundred, I came in after like 40 miles. Uh, we do the loop, the uh, 20 mile loop five times. And sure. Edie, who's the race director and a friend of mine, she, uh, she said, Terry, yo, I got some boudin. And I was like, yeah, right on. So I had, <laughs> had some, had some boudin before I went back out, man. It was, it was, it was good. Oh, that's it, awesome, man. Yeah. Did you eat that in me. the middle of the race? I did, man. I did, but I knew, Fire. I knew it was going to be, it, I, you know, I wouldn't recommend it for anybody who's not used to Cajun food, but uh, I was, you know, I was, all, I was, I was game for it, man. Uh, yeah. That would destroy my stomach, but you definitely are a lot better runner than me. So I'm sure that balances out. That's great. Uh, well, dude. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, so that's, that's one of the foods, but man, like the, the, the gumbos, the, the crawfish etouffee, um, there's that's a, a go-to like, for me. And oh, like, man. I really like a good crawfish etouffee. Like, Oh yeah. I don't know. And, and there was this, there's this place North of Lafayette, just, just North of Lafayette called, um, uh, Prejeans. It's spelled pre-jeans for, for those. Okay. Of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Prejeans. And, uh, but man, they had something weird. It's crawfish enchiladas. Uh, do make you slap your mama amazing so it's good. just so good it sounds so good i just yeah, want to eat was, that oh yeah totally uh, i don't know about probably about you know your daily allowance of calories in, in, in one <laughs> one dish but but super good man i missed that we used to do that for lunch quite a bit man, that yeah sounds amazing yeah I'm, so yeah that's all i want yeah uh you, you got uh there is uh here in uh in uh tulsa there's a, a cajun uh, restaurant called nola's that's yeah. uh they do they do some pretty pretty good justice on some uh, cajun food so uh you know it's not like back home but it's good so uh i, I do what i can <laughs> that's cool man yeah there's a there's a decent place here but it's not the same but it's still yeah. good like they do yeah. a good job yeah um watch you you're in oklahoma now right yeah yeah what made you go to oklahoma from louisiana love man love <laughs> i'm married to old girl yeah it's great yeah. dude yeah so, yeah so so and i thought i thought it was going to be uh the you know south louisiana is so hot and humid and uh here man it's 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 humid man i was surprised at how humid it is it's not yeah. Louis, not quite as humid but it's hot dude we're in we're in triple digits and we've been there for like i think we're at 103 right now it's yeah cra- it's it's ridiculous and it's pretty humid because it rained this morning so uh training's a booger man <laughs> it sounds awful and like it's 99 right here but it's i don't know percent at most i don't know what to tell you oh, <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's, it's the same world yeah yeah humidity just 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 crushes and i've got a you know a lot of runners i'm training and stuff um you know they're like it is they've either got to get up early when you get up early it's more humid um but temperature's <laughs> not as hot but or you can yeah. do it later in the evening where the you know some of the humidity's burned off but it's still a little hotter so it's you just that or treadmill it's, you know it's miserable yeah i'm on the treadmill a lot these days for it's actually more time than me not wanting to be on the weather, but it has yeah. the side benefit of not me not being on the weather. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and, and well, just talking about, cause I know, I know you do some, uh, yeah, it's 103 right now. I'm looking at <laughs> so, oh, uh, so, um, so I know, uh, I know you do, uh, some, some training and stuff too. Oh, and the, the feel like is 112. So, yeah, um, there you go. Right. Yeah. It's like I, I've been at 115 in Arizona and yeah. it's still like it's just oppressive. It's so it's bad. A, you can't be in your happy place in that, man. It's uh, but but think about this. So I don't know what you I'm, I'm, I'm you're supposed to be asking me the question, but I got I'm curious, man. That's so, fine. All that. So like when we gotta get our speed work in and our, you know, and I tell our runners, you know, you, you get your speed work and try to get the fitness adaptations. Sometimes it's better to not even run outside 
to like, if you're doing intervals and stuff, if you want to get some of those, some of that in without all the heat, and say, if you have to get on the treadmill for, for, you know, it's good to get, to get the heat adaptations, but if you're trying to do the speed work and you want to do it efficiently, sometimes the heat's just so much, you can't do it like you need to. So man, jump on a treadmill to get your intervals in or something, you know, if you got, to. I fully agree with that. And I, yeah. I agree with it, especially like the better you get, because the better you get, the harder it's, you're going to have to push to get something like a VO2 max, right? Yeah, so yeah. the treadmill, especially if you're in the flatlands, like treadmill allows you to get in an incline. So you don't have to wreck your body as much. And yeah. then you're not trying to push at this pace. It's going to probably give you heat stroke. So yeah, yeah man, I feel you. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Could not agree yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and you can not die as much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I try not to, it, I mean, it's clearly not my favorite place to run. I'm not going to be one of these I'm not going to run hundred miles on a treadmill, but I, Oh, come on, man. You can do the, do the treadmill 100 one year, man. Put it on your list. I did it. It's did. Far, far down the list, buddy. Maybe, okay. maybe get okay. there, but it's far down the list. I, I wanted to do it. And so a few years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do it. And I went to the, the local gym and uh, my local gym and just, just, just did it. And, uh, it was, uh, I was, I, it, I'm, I don't know. I say it was a one and done might do it again at some point, but for now it's a, it's a one and done. It was, that was a long time at the gym. <laughs> I will say like, if I were ever to do something like that, I would need to use one of the like assault runner style treadmills. Yeah. Like yeah. as it is, treadmills are a little rough on the, I beat my joints up when I, from training for yeah. frisbee and like cutting sports in my, in my twenties. Oh, okay. The treadmill's fine for, I can do up to a couple hours, but as soon as I get too much over that. It just starts to destroy me. Those assault uh, ones though, because they're curve and the fact yeah. that you're self-propelled, like I could rock that thing forever. Um, nice. So if I were ever going to do it, it'd have to be that. Yeah. I had weird, um, I guess, you know, di different terrain you run on is different, but I, I get, I got weird pains behind, behind my knees just because of the way I was running on it, yeah, you know? Yeah, it was, it was, uh, and I, I wasn't expecting that, you know? And, uh, but it was, it was it was a cool experience. Sure. I watched a lot of Netflix on there, man. I was watching like <laughs> Nicolas Cage movies and just whatever, you know, just trying to keep the uh, brain occupied. Yeah, so. man. I'm pretty sure Ray Berlanga did one in the past sometime in the past 12 months. And like I was just watching his story on Instagram and he just like pussed around eating food, watching Netflix, like trying to run 100 miles on a treadmill. Just That's what it. else you do. But it was it was good if you get a system down like I would and, and my treadmill would crack like it would reset every hour. So I'd and like, I'd have enough for two hours of, of nutrition and, and, and fluids. And I had a fan blowing on me and I'd do it two hours and then I'd go use the bathroom, refill everything, grab what I needed and two more hours at a time. So it kind of, anyway, it worked out. It was, it was all right. <laughs> I like the fan move. I think it's a good yeah. move. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, so how, how did you get into running? Cause clearly <laughs> you're, you're really into running if you're going to run a hundred miles on a treadmill and yeah, or, or stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little column A, a little column yeah. B. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every time I, I ask this question of everybody that I talk to, not just podcasts, but also like every athlete before they start working with me, I want to know why. Yeah. Um, what got you into this like trajectory that puts you into this crazy sport? Cause it's nuts. It's a nutty thing to do. And I love yeah. it, but it's weird. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, um, so I wrestled in high school um, and, you oh, know, and right really? in, yeah, yeah. Do you know my yeah. dad was a wrestler? No, I didn't know that, man. Yeah, it's actually one of the only reasons I exist. He was a two-time state champ in Pennsylvania. Uh, got full ride to Penn State for it. That's where I met my mom. Sweet, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, it wasn't I, my I, sport, but I have a lot to it. Yeah, no, that's cool, man. I, I loved it. Uh, yeah. it. It was, it was good. And like, I would run, you know, we'd run like five miles on a Saturday. We'd run the cutway. We'd run yeah. sprints at the end of practice and we hated sure. it. And then, um, after I graduated, I, um, I went to, um, uh, to college and I did some judo there and I, you know, it's kind of similar and all, and I kind of liked it. Sure. And I, I always, I always stayed in shape, working out at the gym, did a little bit of running, but not a whole lot. Yeah. And then, um, then I, I found jujitsu and man, I really love that. That was, you know, you can choke people out, yeah. and, you know, bar, you know, you tap, tap, nap or snap. And, uh, and so, uh, so I love I'm just that. getting into it. I love it a lot. Okay, yeah. well, I'm I'm about to buy another gi and get back into it after ah, 10 nice years, fun. and yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll let's talk some jujitsu, man. That'd okay. be awesome. So, Joel yeah. Cervantes is into it too. Maybe we could like all meet up at a race sometime, and like chat. Dude, that, great. <laughs> that, yeah, that would be awesome. So, uh, but I loved it. I, we competed. My my uh my my three kids at the time, uh, they they all competed. So like we'd have the terrios going to 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 tournaments and stuff like that, and we do we did well. It was it was fun. It was pretty. It was newer in Louisiana. And so, awesome. uh, so that was my thing. I ended up, uh, I got my blue belt. Um, uh, Carlos Gracie handed me my blue belt at a, a oh, seminar. Yeah. It was cool. totally, totally cool. And, really cool. Um, so I was training, uh, moving For those around. that don't know, like Gracie is the name in jujitsu. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's a, that's a big deal. That's like Jim Walmsley handing you your belt. Like, there, you, that's a, that's, there you go. That's right. He, Jim, they could be like Jim Walmsley handed you your shoes or something. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, so man, I was, uh, you know, moved around a little bit and I was training at this gym, I was training with our, my instructor and I did a bonehead move. I was trying to old wrestle, trying to muscle through something. And I, I snapped my ACL. I, I <laughs> felt it. Yeah. I, it was, oh. it was, it was all me. And, uh, I felt that mm -hmm. stop, stop, stop. And, and then I sat down on the side and, uh, you know, man, I caught the cold sweats and everything. Yeah. And then like, like a meathead, uh, after, after the pain subsided, I went back in and rolled for yeah. another hour and a half. And then I was still, I, and during that time I was only running for like cardio and for some tournaments, I'd need to cut a little bit of weight, sure. you know, and just, and, but I was still working out and all that. And I think the most I ever ran, like on a Saturday, I ran like a seven miles just, just to do it. Yeah. Well, when I tore my ACL, um, I was like, man, this is, and I wasn't sure if I tore it or not. I went to my doctor, my local doctor, went to an MRI and when I'm still doing stuff, I'm still doing jujitsu. I'm still like running and stuff and working out. And my, my doctor calls me and I knew her, she went to our church and she said, David, stop. I'm like, <laughs> stop what? She's like, stop everything you're doing. Just stop your ACLs torn. And I'm like, Oh, well, that's not good. I think we need to get that, you know? So I got the, the guy who, um, the guy who, the new Orleans saints uh, who did their knees to, oh, nice. to, to, to do my knee. And, um, and so while I was laid up, I, I read the book born to run uh, yeah. great book. You know, you got to read, if you, anybody listening, hadn't read it yet, you got to read it. I mean, it's, it's standard reading. You have to, yeah. you can't go to your next race till you read it, but anyways, <laughs> no, but it was good. And, and so, um, so it kind of inspired me and I was like, you know what, I, I want to run a little bit. I'm going to use that to rehab my knee. I'm going through rehab and I wanted a goal. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to, I'm going to run a marathon within a year. I'd never run a 5k. I never ran a race. So I was like, I'm gonna run a marathon in a year. And so I started, I rehabbed my knee. I started running when I could. Got surrounded by some people at the local track club to, uh, to kind of, you know, help guide me a little bit. Because I know, you know, when you don't know, yeah, you don't course. know, you don't know, you just run. Yeah. And uh, so a uh, lady helped coach me and I ran my first race, uh, uh, the Baton Rouge Marathon 
so that was December 2009 when I when I had surgery. Okay. December 2010, just shy of a year, okay. I, I finished the Baton Rouge uh, Beach Marathon. I did it in 3:43, and nice, um, man. And, and I was it was a cool experience. Uh, and I just said, well, I kind of like this running stuff. So, you know, I went back and I ran 5Ks, 10Ks, did some more marathons, and um, yeah, just really enjoyed it. Started stacking up marathon, went, lived in Hawaii for a year, did the Honolulu marathon, did the North shore marathon. Um, just, just enjoying running around Hawaii and stuff. What took um, you to Hawaii? I didn't know that. Just, we just, just moved there, to, uh, for work and, uh, was helping out a church out there. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I lived there for, it was great, man. My, uh, my Saturday morning runs were on Waikiki. I'd run Waikiki right next to diamond head, the big crater you see and all the things, man. Um, yeah. Quick side, quick side story. I'm running one. I'm running that one uh, Saturday through this neighborhood and just trying to make some miles to come back because it's an island, you know. Sure. And yeah, and so I see this this big old wooden gate on this house, you know, some nice houses yeah. all throughout, and it, it has a head on it, like a big head. And I was like, what in the world? So I go running toward it, and there are all these cameras pointed on it, dude. Dog, I found Dog the Bounty Hunter's house. He had what? his head like a big thing of his head on the gate. So like randomly, like anyway, so that was, it was. That's that, one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. Yeah, I was I like, you're okay. going to like find Laird Hamilton or something. This is <laughs> no, 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 it was, it was just <laughs> random. Cause I, I, I mean, I knew who he was. I was like, you know, mullet and all he had his bust yeah, like on the, on the gate. So, uh, but anyway, I, I did, I loved it out there. I did some hiking and I didn't really know about ultras yet. I kind of knew about the hurt crew, um, um, and I was just going to ask you if you'd done that. No, man, I haven't. And I, and I had, and, but I did hike those trails yeah. before I really realized it's, about, it's and those tra- brutal dude. Yeah. They're, they're slippery. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy just hiking them. And, uh, and so, uh, and uh, anyway, I didn't discover ultras till I moved back to the mainland. Uh, I did a, um, there was a trail, uh, trail half marathon okay. and I did it. I placed third. Um, nice. it was it was great. I had fun. And I was like, man, I love these trails. And then, um, then I, I really discovered ultra marathon. So I signed up for my first ultra marathon. I didn't do a 50 K or 50 miler. I did a, I signed up for a hundred miler. Um, and that was at Lake Chico and it was to December once again of 2013. I did my first, uh, ultra marathon was the, the, at the time it was the Cajun coyote 100. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. And so, but I trained my butt off for it. Like I was doing like, like I, I was doing 40 miles Saturdays and okay. yeah, on, on the, on the course and stuff. So anyway, that that's what, and then from then I went back and did 50 K's 50 miles and more hundred miles and just, just looking for, you know, looking for the next race, man. I, I think my second one was, uh, I did the, the Rouge Orleans from Baton Rouge to okay. New Orleans on the levee. It was 126 miles. Is that the 126? Yeah. Nice, yeah. Man. That's cool. That was a, uh, that was fun. It was hard cause it was that flat sounds... and monotonous and yeah, it was, it was cool. Uh, cause it was cage so but... flat. God. Yes, it was. Um, I, I noticed a theme here where you just kind of like <laughs> as a fellow step skipper. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> you seem yep. to do that. Um, what pushes that? Like I, I don't, I don't know what it is for me. So maybe you don't know either, but like, what is, what is it that kind I, of pushes that? I don't know, it's a really hard thing. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think, I think I just, I don't know if I over, well, I don't, I guess I don't overestimate, but I just, I just like, I know, I know I can do it. Like I know I can put, 
I, I know I can do it. I know I can get it done. Great. I know I can, you know, put in the work and, and, and do it. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, so I give it a, if I, I guess my dad brought me up, you know, when I was a Sergeant in the Marine Corps, like, you know, if you work for stuff, okay, yeah. you can attain it. And so like, I'm just going to go for the big one and then go back and, you know, do the others. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And I will say, I do appreciate that. It's not the, I'm not a huge fan of hearing the stories when people are like, I want to do this really hard thing. And then they don't train for it. And then they yeah. end up really injured, right? Yeah. Like, or yeah. with rhabdo or pick a thing. And yes. I appreciate that part of your story is like, I'd signed up for a hundred biler and then I trained my butt off. Yes. <laughs> like that's, that's a, that I appreciate that a lot actually. <laughs> yeah. And I spent, you know, and, and, and you, we talked about the heat and humidity. And so like a lot of training for, a December race is in heat and humidity in Louisiana on the trails, spider webs in your face, uh, uh wild <laughs> hogs on the trail, dude, it was, nu- it's, oh, it that's was nuts. nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had stare downs with a wild boar. I've, I remember running one time and I uh, hit some spider webs and you just, you know, yeah. scream like a woman and stuff. <laughs> and then, and then, um, I'm running down the trail <laughs> and a spider web, a spider is crawling like over the bill of my cap <gasps> into my face, like, dude, talk. So I'm not, I, I used to be a lot worse with spiders, but yeah. Um, yeah. anybody that was, anybody heard me on the trail that morning, <laughs> you know, I was doing some Kung Fu and stuff, man. Oh, that's um, amazing. Yeah. Love but, that. but, but I trained, man, you know, like I put the yeah. time in and that's what I tell people, like you could do it. You got to put the time in though. Sure. You've got, you, you know, you got to work, you've got to, you know, trade some things maybe, but you got to make the time to, to train uh, yeah, if you want to do it and do it right. So. No, I agree. I think it's really important. We can get in the, like, how many races have you done? At this point, ultra sign up seem, has you listed at 43, but like, do you know if that's right um, or not? I don't, you know what? I haven't counted in a while, man. So, yeah, so this that's probably close, probably yeah. uh, about that. Man, there are some that aren't listed. There's a uh, at least at least one or two hundreds that aren't listed. Um, so, so uh, I've got 15, at least 1500 milers, and so, um, and then you know, 50 milers, 50, a lot of 50 milers, 50 Ks, and uh, I think I'm at 20 just like 20 something marathons that I've done. And so I, um, I haven't been doing as many of them with, with COVID and all, like sure. I haven't just, just sure. haven't jumped into those. I used to do those a lot for training. If I got to do yeah. a long training run, might as well go run a marathon. <laughs> I can respect that. I feel that for sure. Yeah. Um, you, you, yeah. You have a favorite you've done. Oh man. Um, so in 2018, I did, I did the Tahoe 200 and completed it. That was, that's up there, man. Cause that was yeah. just, just cause the, um, I don't know. It's a beautiful place. The climate is great. It's, it's a, it's, yeah. it's even when it's hot, it's a dry heat, but it's, it's cool. It's crisp. Um, and a beautiful place and just the accomplishment to be able to do that and get it done after, you know, putting the training in, it was, it, that was a pretty big one, I guess. I don't know. Second and third, uh, I did. I don't know if you've heard of the Love It 100 in a uh, Hot Springs area, uh, Arkansas. Only from you. That's okay. It. It's a it's a great race. Um, it's kind of a it's an out and back, but it's a cool trail. I, I yeah. like I like Arkansas, man. There's, there's a great running community there, and there's some great trails. And this was a great good trail. Um, I enjoyed that one. Um, That's awesome. And, and I placed second on that, and and but nice. also like Western states, man. I can't, you know. <laughs> 
uh western like the the actual run is such a blur it was it was it was hard man that's a hard race dude um yeah notoriously so what was your yeah. time on that i actually didn't look that up because i wanted to ask you <clears throat> yeah I, I uh i finished that in 19 in 2019 and um it it's a it's a great it's a it's a good race, man. And just all the people there, you know, and what it symbolizes, the canyons yeah. are hot. Luckily they, they said ours was a cool year, but it was hot, man. It was hot. It was, we ran it's in 10 almost miles. almost always hot. It's just yeah. insane. Like it's, So you, you go know. up the three and a half miles up the escarpment and then we, we had to run in 10 miles of snow. I never ran in snow. I'm from South Louisiana. You were on a snow year. Oh yeah. yeah. That was we, 19. I forgot that. That yeah, was notorious. And, and it was, um, you know, people were post holing in par- parts of it. I ran with Dave Mackey and, uh, you know, I, mean, <laughs> I bet they are. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it, it, we were, I mean, it was, it was, um, that was interesting. It was tough, you know, so yeah. you ran running 10 miles of snow, then you end up suffering in the canyons. Uh, but it was, it was cool, man. I don't, I, we didn't get to cross Rocky Chucky though. They put us in a boat because of the really? snow melt. The, the water was too, too uh, high. It was just terrible. Yeah. yeah. So we had to jump in, jump in the boat, which was fine. And you know, we could, sure. I, threw, I threw water on myself to cool down. And of course, by the time I got there, it was dark. I wasn't like okay. the, you know, uh, but I finished, I, I did, uh, what was my 22 something? When was it? 2019. I, uh, 2229. So I was, I was, I was proud of that. I was, uh, uh, you know, for, to go out there and for Flatlander to go out there and, and it should be, so. man. Yeah. I'm just looking at it myself. Yeah, that was, that's a good time for that race. I mean, clearly <laughs> sub 24 is kind of the goal anyway, a lot of the time for most things. And if you're getting that on Western, that's, that's fire. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, felt, I felt good about it. It was good, man. It was cool. And it just, it was a good, uh, you know, I run for, uh, I'm a, an ambassador on the ultra red team and ultra yeah. was sponsoring it that year. So right. it was really awesome. cool. We, we, uh, we got to get to hang out with, you know, some of the ultra elites and stuff and, uh, you know, Jeff Browning and, uh, Zach Bitter and some of the others. So it was kind of, it was kind of cool. I was fanboying. So it was- <laughs> that's awesome. I yeah. really, I really like their shoes a lot. Uh, we, we can talk here later, but yeah, okay. I, yeah, I appreciate that for sure. I mean, yeah, let's just roll into it. Well, like, what do you, you clearly like ultra. I do as well. My, uh, my Escalantes are like right there. Nice. They don't serve me as well on the trail. Cause I'm just not conditioned enough in my calves. I need something that's actually like a little lift, which is yeah. amusing. Cause I'm flat. Like I wear nothing all the time, but, um, I think they make a great product. What are your, what do you tend to wear? What's your favorite stuff? So when I first started that first hundred miler I did way back in the day, I wore the superiors and those are pretty minimal. Yeah. Um, but man, they were so, they're so that first edition were so comfortable. Um, yeah. but, uh, since then, as I've gotten older, you know, you don't have, we don't have as much <laughs> me as I get older, you don't have as much like cushion <laughs> under like the fat under yeah. your feet just disappears. Yeah. And so I graduated and I went to the, um, uh, I was wearing the lone peaks. That was my, my go-to for a long time. And then now, man, I'm all Olympus, dude. I love the Olympus. I like the cushion. Um, I I, I'll run a whole, this is awesome. So I'll wear, I wear, I used I was wearing in Gingy. Now I'm wearing exo exo toes. As long as I keep my toes separated, I'll put a little bit of stuff on them. And gingies are right there. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. Yeah. I've never tried XO because I haven't needed to buy new socks yet. But they're up for me because because of you, actually. Oh, I, awesome, I, yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm going to try them out. It's, yeah. And so, it's, but man, you know, I, just tell, I, I keep your toes separated because, you know, when they're together, they, they cause trouble. They fight so, for yeah. me anyway. <laughs> but, uh, but dude, I wear like for love it. I remember I wore XO toes. And I, I put a little bit of lube ahead of time. And we had a bunch of stream crossings that year. It was wet. 
and I, and I, in my Olympus, I did not change my, I didn't change my shoes or socks the whole race. And I'm, I'm pretty, now I'm, I'm pretty blessed about that. You know, I know a lot of people just have foot issues, but man, yeah. I've been able to run, uh, you know, a lot and, and, and rarely do I have to change my shoes or socks, you know? Um, just, that's awesome. Yeah. So I, you, I mean, I found that combination that works for me. <laughs> do you lube like under, under sock over like, what's your, um, what's your strategy for that? So what I do, uh, really I'll take whatever lube, uh, which I've used, I've used all of them. It, it there, you know, whatever. All I, Vaseline. I, I, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry to like, I'm yeah, sure there's, there's, I'm sure there's a difference if you actually really struggle, but for most yeah. people, some of them smell a little better, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, but I'll, I'll, I'll just put it mainly uh, a light coat on all my feet in between my toes. And then I'll put my, uh, my exo toes on and that's it, man. That's, that's, that's what awesome. I do. Cool. And it, it works, man. I, I, and I rarely, last time I had blister, any kind of blister was in 2018 when I did the Tahoe 200. And a lot of it, I was wearing the Olympus then. And a lot of it was because I think I had my shoes. I didn't have them tight enough and I was doing more hiking than I was used to. So it. there was, there was a rub with the hike, but it was just on the sides of my heels and we mm. taped them up and I was, I was fine, but it, yeah. everything else was fine. I haven't really been blessed. I hadn't had any issues. And so that combination works well for me, man. I, I love, I do have, you see right here, I got a bunch, but I, I yeah. do have uh, some of the superiors. I have, um, uh, some of their other, you know, trail shoe. I have the, uh, the temper also great too, for like some mm -hmm. of my shorter trail runs. Sure. Uh, I, I really like those. Um, but the Olympus man for anything, especially hundred milers, man, that's, that's my go-to. I love them. Super comfy. Awesome, and I can wear them right out of the box. I, 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 I can jump into a hundred mile right out of the box. I know we, we always, we always tell people don't do anything new on race day, but I know with these, man, I can, I can, I put on a brand new pair when, when I just attempted the Tahoe 200 again, I put on a brand new pair that morning and they were perfect for the hundred miles I was out there. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you brought up how's we kind of know how it went a little <laughs> bit, uh, yeah. since you just said you did a hundred of 200, but yeah. Talk about it. Like it was, yeah. it was I know it's not and back this year. It's kind of a weird course. Like, yep. What went on? So, yeah. So Tahoe 200 this year, man, I was, so when I did it in 2018, it was the fifth year. So the fifth year they um they decided to reverse the 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 course yeah. um so it was um so I, I ended up doing it the opposite way from people normally do we did it clockwise instead of counterclockwise and so i wanted to do it the the normal way so i signed up for it you know of course i was supposed to try to do the triple crown fires everything sure. just craziness whatever it's been a, it's been a meteorites yeah. whatever <laughs> <laughs> end of the world yeah. whatever um so um, rough two years yeah. yeah yeah and so uh so I, so i was like great i'm gonna get to do it well the fires messed up the the south portion so we were gonna do it the same way i did it but I, out and back to heavenly aid station and back so to heaven and back is what Got we it. called it and so um so i was like yeah okay well we'll miss rubicon because rubicon was terrible that that section was horrible I've heard nothing but bad things oh yeah. man and then we the way the year i did it we we hit that i hit it during the night i was a hundred and something miles in it was it was it was gross but anyway yeah. um so um yeah man went out uh was feeling really good for the the weather was great we were um we it was cool because it was it was wasn't too cold during mm. the day but we'd hit like uh snow flurries and stuff and like oh, sleep shit. like in the two days i was out there like a, probably five or six times each day there were some flurries and some oh, sleep cool. but it but it was cool so the first time i saw it i looked at the guy running with me and i was like is that 
am I really seeing that? You know, it's kind of early to be like hallucinating. So I was like, no, that's, that's snow. I'm like, all right. Um, so, uh, but it was, it was beautiful, man. I love, I love it out there. It's great. It was awesome. So everything was going great until it wasn't. So there's a yeah. notorious section called power line. And I was looking yep. forward to going up it instead of down it. Sure. But I had to go down it first. And I fell a few times going uh, down it. Your feet just slide out from under you because it's so steep. And, and um, what is the what is the grade on? This? Is it like 45 uh, angle kind of thing? It's or? yeah. Some spots are. But yeah, some spots are about 45, I would say. And, and you know, it kind of undulates. But I mean, I think everybody falls going down it. Yeah. I think going up is easier because I actually went down the wrong ridge. It wasn't marked really well this year. Um, and so I went down the wrong ridge for a little ways and realized I pulled out my GPS and realized I was off. So I had to climb back up. That's what you need right yeah. there. Oh yeah. I was, I was at, at mile 67 of, of a 200 miler. Like, yeah, it's great. That's enough to make that's, you that's really a, furious. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so, but I, I fell a few times and, and it was shortly after that, man, my quads, I was careful not to, to bomb the downhills. Cause I, sure. you know, I, I mean, you know, I train people, I tell people not to bomb the downhills. You don't want to blow your quads. And so I was pretty conservative Sure. And man, my quads, both of them started just killing me. And uh, to where I was, I was, I was having to really go slow on the downhills. Yeah. And uh, then I was starting to, as it progressed, I was even running the flats were pretty painful. So I was doing a lot of power hiking. Yeah. And then the last, I was thinking, you know what, I guess I'm just going to power hike the rest of this thing. You know, <laughs> I had enough time. I was ahead of sure. way ahead of cutoffs and stuff. Well, the last five miles before the heavenly aid station, um, man, on my left, left quad on the kind of the outside started hurting and the, the medic there, you know, he said, Oh, it sounds like your it band, but I don't think it was. Um, and, but anyway, I know I was using my left, um, trekking pole so much more to support that leg that I had a knot in my shoulder that hurt almost as much as my, my quad. It was terrible, it. man. That sounds awful. Yeah. So by the time I got there, man, I was, I was slowed down to a crawl, any downhill was super slow. My wife saw yeah. me. She's like, Oh crap. <laughs> you know what I got there? So I, yeah. I, I, I ate, I took a nap for about an hour and then it, like, it didn't even get any better. I tried to stretch. And so, um, we had planned, I have, um, three adult grown kids. Um, and two of them are living in California. And so they were coming to meet us at Tahoe to spend some time afterwards and um and then my daughter from south louisiana was flying in uh to meet us too and so we're gonna have all my kids there and that on top of the mental part of like i gotta turn around all that i just did and yeah. do it again backwards and i was hurting and you know i ended up i just i, I figured i didn't want to risk an injury because i was yeah. gonna be there the rest of the week and i said you know i'm just gonna call it and yeah. so at 100 miles i called it and uh it was rough i was upset yeah, but 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 then I got to uh, I got to spend Father's Day with all my kids, man, uh, instead of being out on the trail. And then we had a, within a few days, I was actually able to go run again a little bit. I found yeah. out where we were staying, where some trails linked up with the TRT. And so I got to run with my oldest daughter, who's training for uh, her first ultra. And really? she's coming. She's coming. Yeah, she's coming here to awesome. do it. Uh, it's going to be the Flat Rock 50K in uh, South Kansas. So she's going to cool. come and we're, we're going we're gonna to go do that. But um, so it ended up being a, a fantastic week of hanging out Good. at Lake Tahoe, man. So it was disappointing not to finish. But hey, my, my Sunday school class, when I, we flew back, um, I flew back to Saturday and uh, taught, the Sunday, taught Sunday school the Sunday. And uh, one of my guys, I was, you know, they were asking, what's the story? Sure. And I was telling them. And he said, all right, I just want you to know you're the only guy I know. Um, 
that ran a hundred miles in the mountains and you're disappointed. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I was like, all right, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> like, well, I didn't finish, but... fair aspect to that. I mean, yeah. so God, take that a few different ways. I, one thing that was really kind of running through my mind and how do you know when to call it when you're that far in? And I've heard you say it to, like I was listening to your interview with Jeff and Jeremy, um, in, in prep for this to make sure I'm not covering the same story like 12 times. And um, you say sometimes your your wife has to call it for you, which I fully understand. I'm pretty sure if I were, you know, a few yeah. miles to the end, I'd use my teeth. So like, how, how, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how do you know when to call it? It's it's, it's tough, man. And, and there have been some where my wife has called it um, and sure. uh, she's like, okay, you're done. And she kind of, actually, she said, she, she told me, uh, you know, she, she actually used those words for part of this, like you're done. And I, I, don't, I wasn't yeah. sure if I was done yet, but then I was like, yeah, I'm kind of done. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I've had, I've had some races, you know, and you probably heard in that interview where honestly, I physically looking back, I probably could have kept going. Yeah. Uh, I've had some, but mentally I was, I was just done. Um, yeah. and, uh, one, one time it was definitely, it was probably for overtraining. I had, I trained so much that I was just, just, I, and, and it, like physically I could have kept going. I was nothing wrong with me physically, but my brain, I was just, I, I was running mad and, and, it, you know, you listen to my yeah. podcast, man. I tell people <laughs> I like to run happy. I like to run, I, you know, I'm all about positivity, man, and joy and stuff. And I'm running and I'm just mad. And I'm like, yeah. this is stupid. Yeah. And, um, and, and so I, I just called it and, and maybe, you know, and maybe if I'd have just taken a long nap and eaten, you know, look, hindsight's always 2020, sure, but when you're, when you're in that moment, man, and, um, it's, it's tough, but sometimes when you're injured, you know, um, especially when your, your health is on the line, there yeah. are some things you can push through and it's hard to ascertain. You got to know your body, man, but there's sometimes you've, you've just got to live to fight another day, you yeah. know? Um, and, and, and that's the I really wise thing. I agree with that a lot. Yeah. And I mean, and I cut some caveats here. Like I'm sure there's some races that people just like, it's kind of do or die for them. Or like, if you're making a paycheck on this, I, I understand yeah. that I'm not, I'm not going to judge how you make your money, but for most of yeah. us, like there's an, there's another one. Like yeah. it really yeah. is. And yeah. I think, for some, sometimes it's just, it's hard to see that line when you're in it. And I yeah. appreciate that you have your wife there to be like, look, dummy, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I know you want this, but come on. I really, yeah. And that, and that, it means honestly, man, like if I, you know, like, I don't know if I'd have kept going, I probably, probably would have, because of the way I was moving that, yeah. uh, you know, my mechanics were off. I probably would have hurt something, but I might've been able to finish, but, but I'd have been, <laughs> I'd have been, I'd have been in a world of hurt for a while. Yeah. Would it have been worth it? I don't know. It depends how, cause I'm, I'm, I'm an, I'm an active guy, man. I like to do, <laughs> I told my, I told my wife after this, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna take a break for a little while and, you know, take a break for it. And she's like, yeah, huh? And she said, Oh, you're going to have extra time. I was like, what do you mean? I said, I'm gonna take a break from running races. I'm still going to be up in the morning. I'm still going to be at the gym. I'm still going to be like, I have to do, I have to move. I have to do stuff, man. Um, when I had my ACL surgery, I had, so I didn't even, so I had the ACL re reconstruction in, in, uh, 2009 while I blew my ACL again in 2015 on a trampoline. And, uh, I thought I might, my running might be done because it's the same knee. I yeah. dinged my cartilage. I, I tore my meniscus and that was a long recovery, but, and, and I, yeah. I was on, I was on crutches for six weeks 
but I was in the gym, dude. I was it like, as soon as I could drive, I was in the yeah. gym on crutches doing what I could. I just, I have to, you know, I just gotta, gotta do something, man. Try to yeah. always be better. That, like my, I knew my leg was going to atrophy. So I, what can I do? I can work on my core and upper body as yeah. much as I can so that when I can run again, I, I've, you know, all that's in place. And, and I do believe in active recovery. And the more you, oh, me too. our bodies are amazing, man. If you're, if something's injured and you work the other parts, it actually helps the injured part. If you're careful, you know, absolutely, um, absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. So, I, um, that's what I tell people to do. I, I say this all the time, but you know, until you can do what you want, do what you can. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And like, there's, there's a line there. And I think this is one of these things, like as a coach, when you study enough of it, it, the line gets blurred and it's kind of weird until you like even go further and then parse it. Cause like, if you look at people training for the Olympics, like all of their recovery is basically on a couch and that's also their training 40 hours a week. Yeah. 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 But until you're to that point, like for the most part, you should still be really, you should still be active. Go take a walk. Yeah. One of the fastest things to make your muscles faster, uh, better is a, lower weight version of that movements like do some body squats like i i don't know man whatever works for you but yeah unless you are training so much that you literally can't do anything else that is actually going to help you so much (laughs) yeah and that's and that's why i I, I talked to one of my uh my runners we had a call a little bit before we got on and Mm -hmm. i was i was telling him you know like recovery run he's he's kind of the same mindset like us he likes to keep moving every day and and I said, no, you know, I said, that's great. Just keep it. If as long as you, your recovery run is for recovery, yeah. you shouldn't be pushing it. You should be really slow. It should be super easy for it to serve its purpose. If you push too hard for a recovery run, that's not the purpose of it, you know? Yeah, and, uh, and so, yeah, I, I think it helps blood flow movement, all that stuff. It just helps you to recover from your hard work the days before. Yeah, absolutely. And it probably yeah. from, from most people should be a walk run. And that's yeah. That's yeah. Okay yeah. Super easy. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. So you mentioned coaching. How, uh, how long have you been doing that? Um, I guess probably a year and a half to two years. I, um, it, it just, it, it kind of just happened, you know, with the podcast and everything. <laughs> was it, was that? Yeah, that I, yeah. I bet it did. <laughs> yeah. You know, just had, had, it, have had the, you know, a lot of experience. I've been doing a lot of, I've been racing for a while and, um, you know, was doing really well, winning a lot of races for a while and people would come sure. to me and to help. And, and I was just like, ah, you know, I give advice. I love, I love helping people. And then, so finally I, I decided, you know, I need to, I need to, if I really want to help people in an official capacity, I need to, and my time is so limited, man, I'm involved in a lot. And so, and for, you know, for my wife to, you know, give me, you know, I I need to be able to, you know, just to do it officially. And so, uh, so I was doing it. And then, um, once, uh, you know, uh, once we were able to do ultra running certification, you know, I went ahead and I did that. I was already coaching, but, uh, which was fantastic. I learned during it and, um, you know, did that. And, and so, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. And I've had, you know, people come in and do their goal race and then, um, you know, rotate off and just, yeah. you know, they're, they're good for a while. And I've had some that are just like, no, I want you to keep coaching me through. And, you know, here's what we're going to do this year. And here's, here's my goals. And, you know, we talk through those things. And so it's been fun, man. And, uh, been able to help people really achieve their goals. And, um, some people, you know, shoot really high and they get close and don't make it. But, um, but, you know, you know, and I, if I, I let them know, like, here, here's, you know, reality. Um, oh, yeah. You might, you might be able to do this. Um, we can try. 
but don't be, you know, but uh, we are, we could shoot a little lower and then shoot for this higher thing later. But, you know, yeah. I, I look, cause I know I'm here. You know, we talked about skipping steps. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, you know, you know, if some people want to skip steps, I'm not going to be one to try to hold them back if they want to put the work in, you know? So I think that's your job as a coach, right, man. Like, right. Let's answer questions and then yeah. answer them honestly and yeah. let them yeah. make the choice. Like, that's it. I, I don't try to make choices for people. Like right. even, even when it comes down to like, you know, my real specialties like food and stuff, but when it comes down to that, like you can fuel or you can not yeah. <laughs> like, these are your options. I don't, yeah. I mean, I know what I would choose, but you're an adult, make a choice. But yeah. Like, yeah. That's these it. are what it, those, these are what those choices are going to bring you. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. And even in training, you know, like I, I, I prescribe, here's what, here's what you should do. And you have some runners that man, follow it to a T mm-hmm. um, and sometimes at their detriment, like you need, uh, uh-huh. you need to let me know when you're tired. <laughs> you need to let me know, like put notes in there so I can back off, you know, cause like, if you're or if you're sick, I got, well, you know, like they, they, I've been running all week sick, What you know, like really I bad woke up stuff. The, I woke up this morning sick and the, and the tempo run was really hard. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Come on. Like, dude, just, yeah. come on. Yeah. So, you know, and you got, and but then you have some that skip a lot. And so when you talk to them is, you know, you got to be, you know, okay, well, let's talk about expectations. You know, like if you miss a lot of runs, it, it will affect us on race day. You know, it's going to affect your performance. You, and, you know, we build enough in there where, you know, if life happens and you and you miss some, it's, it's mm-hmm. fine. But if, you're, if you're if you're not consistent, though, um, man, consistency is huge. That is that is, that is. And that's what I try to tell everybody. If you yes. can maintain consistency, that's that's a that's a large part of that's that's half the battle, man. Just being so consistent much. in your, your training so and much. showing up, even if you have a terrible run, you you did it, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and so anyway, it, and it's I really, just, I really like David Roach. David Roach was telling somebody 10 minutes counts and like get out there and like do a thing and like, don't, don't push it sick. Right. Yeah, but like yeah. out there and do a thing and yeah. reassess and go home. Like yeah, if it's yeah. really bad, yeah. like, you know, go, go try and see show, up, show up. Yeah. Yeah. Show up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's been fun, man. It's been, it's been rewarding and I, I love getting to do it. And, uh, so, uh, you know, like I said, I'm pretty busy. So like I, I'll, max, I'll max out at, uh, I, you know, max out at about 10 people. And then I'll just, yeah. I just, that's about where I, I'll, you know, and I'm, I think I'm, I got maybe I'm about maxed out right now. So, you know, yeah. but, it, but it's been, it's, it's fun. So I just, I just, and I love, I love, I get more emotional helping other people achieve their goals. You know, when, <laughs> when somebody gets their first buckle, you know, or, or whatever it, it, it gets me, man. I just, I just, I love yeah. that. And, and I, you know, I'm just helping them unlock what's already in there. You're just guiding oh, yeah. them, you know, like they did the work, you know? And so I, I love being able to affirm them. Like you, you did this, you put in the work, you got up every morning, you did all the things when you didn't want to, didn't feel like it. And you got out there and you gave it your all and you finished that race, you know? Yeah. And so, man. Um, and so think, and you and I both know like, that there's that translates into life, you know, like when, when you can achieve yeah. something big, man, those principles are huge, man, for, for life. You know, like if I can run 100 miles, if I can train and never have done it, did 100 miles, what else can I do? You know, if I put the time and effort into it, what else can I accomplish in life and business and finance, whatever, family, relationships, all that stuff. Um, yeah. So, ah, it's, it's good. Crossover. And yeah. the other way around, too, like all, all of the hard stuff helps all the other hard stuff. 
Exactly. hundred percent. Yep. <laughs> yeah. it's, um, it helps your mentality. Yeah. On that note, when you're out there, and this is a question I asked the guys too, because I haven't done it yet, right? Like I'm training for a 50 in November and okay. a miler and I'm not that worried. Like I, I have done the, I've done the numbers. I could walk it and finish. I wouldn't be stoked if that happened, but like, yeah, yeah. Great. Um, but how do you get through the hard mindset things? Cause I have a lot of people ask me this question and for me, it's always just like do the hard thing. Then the next hard thing becomes a little less hard. Um, yeah. but when you're in the moment, that's not helpful. So yeah. like, what are, what are your tips on that? Yeah. So I remember when I was first training for the, for the hundred miler, I'd, I'd end up, you know, you end up on a trail training with people and running. And, and if I found out somebody had run a hundred miles before, man, I would just pick their brain, you know, sure. kind of just try to figure out what, you know, how to get through the, the, cause it's like, I haven't, I've never run an ultra where there hasn't been a part of it that sucked, you know, it, it you're just gonna, it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> so like going into it and just knowing, okay, there's going to come a time where it's going to suck and it's going to hurt. And it's going to be, I'm not going to want to be out there. And so um, it's just preparing yourself for it. And, I, and for that hundred miler, I got, I got all kind of crazy tips, but they were cool. Like think of a mantra, you know, what are, what are some things you can tell yourself that you can start being positive because that right. negative is going to creep in and okay. And so like my first hundred, it's going to sound stupid. I heard it somewhere and this is, this is the one I used. All right. It's kind of cheesy, but any, I don't care. Anybody can use it as the miles get longer. I get stronger, you know, that? so I'm, I'm in the that. woods, I'm exactly. in the woods there running. It's like, this hurts, but as the miles get longer, I get stronger, you know, I love and, that. And that helped, you know, and, and, you know, and things like that, you know, and different people have different things that they repeat to themselves. And there's a lot of talk about your why, you know, yeah. Why, why do, why do I want to do this? And, um, you know, and, and why am I, why am I trying to prove this? And, you know, what, you know, uh, and so that that's a huge thing to answer beforehand. Like, why am I doing this? You know, I want to be an example. I want to show that I can do it. I know that there's not going to say greatness. I know that there's, there, I can do great things. I can yeah. do hard things. And so I want to prove this to myself and to my kids and to people around me. And so knowing those things and, and, uh, one of the mantras I, I kind of adopted, uh, uh, I read Jurek's book, uh, North, sure. this is who I am. This is what I do. I like that one. You know, I like that this, one. Is, this is who I am and this is what I do. And like, you know, Hey, this, this is what I do. You know, yeah. I get out, I get out here and I run and when it hurts, I keep running, you know, <laughs> so it's yeah. like, you know, when, when, when I get tired, I keep running and, and that those are mental things, Sure. You, but you know, that there's the practical things too, you know, w- when your mood changes, uh, you need to check your electrolytes. You need to check your, check your, your calories and stuff. Oh, we need to, I, we need to talk about food in a little bit. Cause I need to tell you my adventure that's going on with food right now, but anyway, so, but, but, uh, but anyway, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that, that, that's the mindset. So when it sucks, get your mantra ready. Oh, something somebody else told me that I thought was pretty good. I recorded, uh, I had people record like messages on my phone or like send me a message that I wouldn't listen to until it got tough. And you listen to the mess, like an encouraging message from somebody. I love that idea. Yeah, man. And then, and then somebody else, uh, told me they had somebody like write down some uh just write down on little slips of paper a word of encouragement and they tucked it into their thing and they pull them out and read it kind of the same same genre and then also there's all the uh a song playlist you know you know songs that get you get you pumped emotional and stuff like that so yeah 
I really mm. like the the recorded messages idea because as much as I'm deeply introverted, there's still these people I call when I'm down, right? Yeah. As we all have. And unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of the places where you run ultras, you don't have service. So yeah, I really like the recorded idea. That's really great. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about food since you, <laughs> since you wanted to do it. Um, I, I was going to ask you anyway, what are your, what do you do for like nutrition and all this stuff on, on your running? Cause different stuff works for different people. And you know, I could talk your, anybody's ear off about the like numbers from it, but like what works for you? And then yeah. if you have whatever you wanted to chat about, or we could do that later. I really don't. Okay. Care. No, no. Um, so here, here's, here's the, the kind of the, when I was doing my best, when I was in, in, in 2018, 19, when I was just crushing it, I was winning, I was winning more ultras than or, or, or podium more ultras than not. Sure. Um, I was actually, uh, I was, I was doing the keto thing, man. Okay. I was, I was fat adapted. Now it wasn't a super, like, uh, it was more kind of like what Mike me Nike's doing the, the, the low carb, high fat, you know, where it's, you change it up a little bit and, and that worked well for me. And over the past couple of years, I got out of it. I like food and, uh, you know, eating other things. And so not that I, I, um, over the past couple of years, I would eat more semi-healthy with periods of, I don't know, too much indulgence probably. Sure. Um, and, uh, and so, um, you know, just, but, but trying to, trying to keep things healthy, try to eat whole foods and, and, um, you know, good stuff. Um, and so that's kind of where, where I, where I was. And when I fuel for a race, you know, uh, tailwind was my, my kind of my base for a while till my stomach went South. And, and now I, I just, I really play with different things. I use scratch super fuel for, for this last Tahoe. Um, and that worked pretty well for, I love for that fuel. some liquid cow. It, it has a little bit of a consistency. That's weird, but I mean, 400, but I that? think it's, I blend it, but it's a great fuel. Okay. You, you blend, what do you blend it with? You, you mix it with a some blender. And like, I, I bring, oh, it, okay. bring it in fluid. I, I mean, clearly I don't know what I'm going to do at Nate station. I'm honestly yeah. not sure if that's going to carry. Uh, yeah. But like I, I mean, in my, in my house, I put it in the blender Yeah. and then I yeah. make us like hyper concentrated. Cause you can just pack a ton of that into a really small amount of solution. And yeah. then like my bladder is full of water with some salt and lemon juice in it. And then that, okay. I actually don't use scratch. I use uh, like the, a generic version of HBCD, but it's the same thing. It's still just, it's cluster dextrin and okay. put that, put that in there and it does love to clump. So I will blend it and then put it in my bottles. But Well, the, the yeah. scratch super fuel does pretty well. It didn't clump, but it had like a, a kind of an oily consistency. Really? Like, yeah, it's not, and I got the, yeah. And so, I've but not had but, that with their, okay. The yeah, this is that it's that new super fuel and it um, yeah no I've I've used it at the gym where I work okay I okay I didn't have that experience so I kind of find that really interesting yeah so yeah. I, I would use a 500 uh, milliliter thing and I sure. mix it like they say you know fill it half with water put half sure. of the stuff in it shake it and then put the rest sure. and uh but it, it it worked great I mean I you know 500 yeah. milliliter bottle I was 400 calories and so I would sip on that and uh, because I'm kind of gun shy on my bladder, uh, mm -hmm. when I filled my bladder a while back with at Moab with that god awful electrolyte mix that made me puke, and I was stuck with that for 20 miles, yeah. I just I just go water in my bladder, and yep. I, I I do the other things. I think that's a very so, very smart choice. Yeah, yeah, and so that's kind of how I roll now. But uh, but so I'm still experimenting with different things. I, I use 
spring energy uh and i love cool. the the cis uh cis gels oh, they make such good stuff they're so expensive dude they're great same with martin <laughs> yeah more oh, martin I, and i had some martin too so i had i had at this last race i had spring energy uh i had a uh, the super fuel i had spring cool. a few spring energy um the morton and the um uh what was the other one we just said the uh assist and so Science i was support, that one yep yep exactly and so i would just mix mix them up you know as i went and uh but yeah the Mort, morton's great it just you, you got to sell a kid or something yeah, or exactly. a kidney <laughs> a kid or kidney one of them all <laughs> so, of this stuff is so expensive to be honest like it's it's just sugar and yet it's really highly engineered sugar but it's yeah yeah Jeez, it's expensive yeah it is so so and let me Morgan, tell you my you have adventure. to sell your car yeah, yeah let's talk so let me tell, okay so so for the past two weeks i've been carnivore man okay but so so here's here's the deal so so like i uh i wanted to experiment with it um you know did, did all the research and stuff like that and so um i've i've been all the running i do and this sounds kind of vain, but I, I've been keeping a little extra weight around my midsection that I just yeah. I couldn't get rid of good, you know, and I'm, sure. even when I'd eat really healthy and stuff. And so I started doing that and I'm not, I'm not making it a lifestyle thing. I'm doing it for, for a period, but uh, after the initial uh, couple, I guess, couple days, you know, kind of keto fluish or whatever, I've been feeling really good. It makes, it makes things very simple. You know, a lot of, a lot of beef, a uh, little bit of bacon, um eggs you know and all just all those it, it's just it's really easy it's sure. super, super super easy, easy and i feel yeah. great my mind's clear um fat along the midsection is is peeling off pretty quick and uh but what i plan on doing is transitioning from that almost using it as an elimination diet Good. uh uh starting to incorporate a few more a little bit of dairy and then um and then introduce uh healthier vegetables you know some of my squashes sure. and and uh brussels sprouts and things like that and go into keto more more keto uh low carb high fat again and uh and see how that how that does you know helps me with uh with my racing kind of go back to that um but yeah you know but still fueling my my runs you know uh eating you know eating some carbs before and after to replenish but but going back and forth into that you know, uh, fat burning mode and burning glycogen, you know? So, sure. uh, I'm experimenting, having fun, okay. but, but yeah, it's been interesting. My wife's like, Oh my gosh, you just eat meat. I'm like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I like yeah. meat. <laughs> sure. I mean, it's, we, we have so many things going on with diet, right? Like this yeah. is the, this is kind of the, the thing and like you and I can dive deep into this if you want. Um, but there's so many things that happen with diet and the biggest thing is every diet works for a little while. And most yep. of the time they work because this food you were eating prior to your diet was kind of crap. And yeah. then when you decide to go on a diet, you cut out all the crap. So your diet works for a while exactly. and it yeah. forces you to be a little stricter. Now, the thing like, and you know, you're, you're fueling your runs because keto doesn't tend to work for performance, um, especially for, um, I mean, they've done it even on race walkers, right? So like Olympic race walkers and they've, they move slower than ultra runners and keto doesn't even help them perform better. So if yeah. we're talking about fat being this great long burning fuel, if it doesn't help race walkers, it's yeah. not going to help you. I don't care what your sport is unless yeah. it's maybe curling. Cause like it's a really <laughs> chill sport and there's nothing against yeah. curling bowling maybe as yeah, well. Yeah. Like it's probably fine for those beyond that. It's not, it's not going to improve your performance. So using the carbs around is basically a requirement if you're going to do really well. 
And you see this even in people like Michael McKnight. Like we, mm-hmm. he, the no calorie and keto stuff gets a very, gets all the press. But when it comes down to it, and Jeff Browning talks about that as well, he eats 150 to 200 calories of carbs on his runs, like yeah. per, per hour on his runs. Yeah. It's a performance fuel. You need yeah. to. And then the other issues I have like with long-term keto is it makes you like much more, it pushes you towards insulin resistance. So um, it, you'll actually end up in this space where you don't process glucose as well. Um, so when you start to reintroduce, you can end up with like these giant spikes and crashes from, yeah. from sugar consumption. And that's even true during or like pre-workout. So as much as you might want to fuel that, you'll end up with this big crash. And then you might actually feel like that feeling like you've been kind of shot in the butt with a tranquilizer um, that you get when you eat like this way too big of a meal because you're having this big insulin spike. You can end up with a similar thing and you've created that problem for yourself when it comes to keto, right? So like this is is a thing that I I kind of warn people about. And um, one of the reasons, but the main thing, and I've done keto. It feels good. It yeah, really yeah. does. Um, the reason that it seems to feel really good is because it just cuts out so much garbage. Like yeah. you could just eat like potatoes and sweet potatoes and like good rice and all these things. But when we give ourselves this room to eat carbohydrates, we often eat the donut. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I have no issue. With it's the donut so good. Yeah. It's great. And it's great probably around your workout or else yeah. you kind of get it, or else you end up eating 12 of them. Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah, where yeah, our problem yeah. is. So yeah. like, that's, that's mostly what's going on. And I hope yeah. that like, that probably tracks a little bit with yours. It has tracked with everybody's, it tracks with mine. Like I, I had a giant burrito that was not very healthy for me last night. And I woke up feeling like I've been shot in the butt with a tranquilizer. <laughs> yeah. Like it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't good. Like, yeah. yeah. And it I was re- fuel, but not good. Yeah. Fuel. <laughs> like my current diet is not great. Like I, I can be super blunt about that. I work 15 hour days and I just try to put in food and yeah. like, that's yeah. kind of where that's the cycle I am in my life and it needs to change. But most of the reason is not that it has carbohydrates or that it has whatever, or that it has meat in it. If we're taking from a vegan perspective, it is that I eat crap. <laughs> I need yeah, to stop yeah. eating crap. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. mostly what it comes down to. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. And, and that's what, you know, um, that's kind of where I'm going to go with it. You know, just eating really clean um, and, and, and cycling those things, you know? And so, yeah, uh, yeah it's fun. It's, it's fun to, to and, and I like, I enjoy you know, we probably talked about this when you were on my podcast um, about I enjoy lifting. I enjoy being at the mm-hmm. gym. I, I enjoy that. And it's kind of fun um, watching my body change as mm-hmm. I go through, like when uh, when I have time in between races and sure. I'm doing a lot of lifting and, you know, putting on muscle. And sure. so so anyway, it's, it's always fun to experiment and see how things you know, and you know, I've done bulking and cutting yeah, and, and all that stuff. It. And yeah, it's fun. And so I, I like fun. that part of the journey. Uh, and so like, like now when I'm about to start doing like jujitsu again, it's like, okay, I want to make sure my strength is where it needs to be. Yeah. Cause I used to be really strong. Good. And, um, and so it's finding that balance and, and I'm looking forward to jujitsu as great cross training and to keep me limber. Cause I don't stretch like I should you know, with running and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, you I, know. I mean, I, I tell most people like I'm, I, I coach myself currently for yeah. a whole host of reasons, largely experimentation beyond yeah. anything else, but it is uh, all I tell my athletes is I'm the worst man. Like you just got to be a little better than me and I'm not going to be pissed at you. Like I, I'm the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the other reason I haven't hired anybody like because 
<laughs> Jesus, I just like I would I would not do what they told me to do ever. Like yeah, it doesn't that, yeah. work. Yeah. It's terrible. Um and I I am willing to deal with the consequences of that right now because I care yeah. more about my athletes' results than I do my own. Right. Like, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And I before I forget, because it does matter, because so many people ask me about this stuff. If you're a piece around your midsection, right? So you're in a calorie deficit. That's it. Like that's that's what's yeah. coming off. And then yeah. also you're not at all bloated because you're you've lost a bunch of water weight, right? Yeah. So that that's what's going on there. And yeah. that's super easy. Um, yeah. and then when you go back to running, you probably need a little bit of that, that extra fat uh to support that performance. And yeah. I know my nutrition coach, my my mentor in the space, his name is Jason Phillips. He runs like like he's done Connor McGregor's cut. He's done all sorts of stuff. And oh, nice. he, he is told, he used to tell these like high level cra- CrossFit athletes, like if you want to do really well in the games, I'm going to take your abs from you and I'll give them back to you in the summer. But yeah. I need to take them from you or else you're going to, you're going to crash and burn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's funny. Of, yeah. Kind of like the cycles of, of the year you get to play with. Yeah. And that's one of the things I think that's hard for runners sometimes is there's never really an end to your season. So yeah, like, unless yeah. you intentionally create a gap like you are right now, and I really appreciate that, like it's hard to do the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's fun. And, and it, it, you know, um, for me, cause I have to be active and, uh, but like yeah. the, 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 the leaning toward lifting and like even now the jujitsu, it, it just gives, I don't know. It just gives it's exciting to change things up and to do different things but they support each other you know it uh so anyway yeah it's fun stuff <laughs> yeah I, love it. I mean kind of on that note i know we've been going over an hour and i don't want to like take up too much of your time and i gotta oh, yeah. go teach a class here at some point but what what's coming up uh i know you, there's one race you have on ultra sign up and i don't know if that's still happening like what's what's coming up for you in the future so here here's the deal i i uh i i'm not first on the um, right now I sit at one on the waiting list for high lonesome in Colorado oh, and that's the end of the month, but I don't know if I'm going to do it or not because, sure. um, I may, um, cause it's kind of close and I, I think I'm at a, at a place where I, I might just need to just need that break. So we'll see. Yeah. And then, uh, I have the, the, the Lake Murray endurance run. Uh, that's a, that's, that's a kind of a newer hundred miler in South, uh, Oklahoma in October. And then, uh, I'm also signed up for the, um, the dinosaur uh valley race uh that's awesome man i know yeah. a couple of people doing that yeah and so but 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 all three of those i'm 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 not sure if i'm gonna do them or not um yeah. i'm not sure if i'm gonna take uh take the rest of the year off i don't know i haven't decided cool. yet um we'll see <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. i'm still working through that uh you know there's part of me that 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 feels like i just should go ahead and do it but uh got a lot going on and i always tell my my athletes um balance is important yeah. this is this is something we do that is not a necessity uh family comes first you yeah. know uh faith and family those things come first and so i'm just yes. kind of weighing i'm just kind of weighing things right now um uh, to see if that's the thing i need to be putting my time to you know uh so we'll, yeah we'll see uh i may i may not we'll see what yeah. happens i mean <laughs> training for an ultra inherently is imbalanced you know, like yeah. it just kind of throws stuff out so yeah, yeah. sometimes you got to take us take a cycle to do some other stuff yeah yeah <laughs> i think that's great 
Yeah. So, so we'll see, man. Uh, you know, and, 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 and if I'm honest, you know, if we run too much, you kind of lose that little bit of joy that you get from running and it becomes that. like, I, I have to, especially being, having a podcast and coaching people, like you start feeling yep. obligated to do something that you, you love. And then you, I don't want to not love it anymore. And Good. so, uh, that shouldn't be my why. And so I'm taking some time to do a mental check and, well, uh, yeah. maybe give myself an opportunity to miss it a little bit. And then, uh, then I'll jump back in. So we'll see. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. There are there races that you really want to do still? Like, well, I got a few, I got a few like redemption. I'd like to, to, to <laughs> uh, you know, well, uh, that's where you went first. All right. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I, that, uh, to be honest, I need to, I need to check my mentality on that. Uh, you know, I mean, to, to be fair, I realize this isn't yours, but like sometimes you can get a little, little, little frustrated and it can push you through that gap like yeah it's it's, it's true i've 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 yeah not saying it should be how you run all the time but it it can be useful chip, chip mm. on your shoulder can help a little bit but i, I prefer to run like positive yeah. you know yeah. but uh but i Until, i've uh yeah there's a few a few 200s i'd like uh you know i did dnf moab and uh and bigfoot um i was wondering if you were thinking about doing those again yeah i do if i do it'll be you know like uh one per year or something like that so cool. we'll see uh but you know like i said just 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 gonna take it a step at a time and yeah. and uh and check out my motives so yeah that's awesome man really think that's cool um great well thanks for being here man what else do you have coming up as far as like life and podcast and anything you want to tell people before we kind of cap out of here uh yeah man your space take it yeah hey check out the podcast run the right podcast i actually took a little break from it because uh the, the final training uh for tahoe and in tahoe and a lot of life things going on um and you and i talked a bit about some of it off air and uh just a lot of stuff happening but uh i got some interviews lined up and about to start putting putting new material out uh other than that just just work man i'm busy with busy with work um and uh i'm excited to like we said i'm excited to start doing some jujitsu again as cross training uh i love that and uh that'll be fun you know hey i might, I might throw some some jujitsu stuff into the podcast man we'll do we'll do ultra running and jujitsu so we'll, we'll see i mean it can it can flow where it needs to go man that's kind of the the fun thing about a podcast i i mean i originally started that facebook group it was nothing about nutrition and suddenly i'm an ultra running coach so you just gotta you gotta roll there you go sometimes. Yeah. there you go yeah see what happens <laughs> yeah well thanks so much man i really appreciate you, you doing this oh man hey thanks for having me on man i enjoyed having you on on the on the run the right podcast and uh and i appreciate you having me on man always always interested to you know to talk with other other runners and guys who are coaching and doing the thing man and, and good luck on your race man thanks man i appreciate it. i'm probably going to be bugging you and like the other few people that i know for some advice as i get closer and realize all the things i don't know <laughs> <laughs> anytime brother anytime well, man well thanks so much man and if you're not listening to david's podcast you should it's run the riot uh and it's it's a gem i listen to it weekly so go go check it out i oh, appreciate thanks, it man thanks and we're out Thank you for listening to the show. To be clear, I'm not a doctor nor a registered dietitian, and nothing you heard was medical advice. You should always speak with a qualified medical professional before making any changes to your training regimen. If you enjoy the podcast or found it useful, please take a couple seconds to give it a rating or share it with a friend. Every little bit helps. And if you want more of this information, 
please head to the Trail and Ultra Running Nutrition Group on Facebook. You'll be in good company with other like-minded people who like to do hard stuff outside.